All right, welcome to Kahuna and the Wasp. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you to Steel Pixel Studios. Today we're going to talk the red-hot New York Jets, the Philadelphia Eagles off the loss, and a little fantasy football, plus our locks of the week. I want to welcome my co-host, the Kahuna. Hey, uh, what's up, Wasp? Uh, good to be back. It's been a while. Good to have you here. So let's start with those Eagles. Well, I, I wish I could say that this uh, result of the loss was unexpected. But for me, it wasn't after I watched that Houston game the week before. Uh, the way Houston carved them up with the run, the way uh, the Eagles secondary was uh, kind of weak to adjust. I'm thinking, you know, they, they got to do something different here because when they go ahead and, uh, and play Washington, they're going to run at them and they're going to do exactly that. And that's what happened. Now, yeah, there were turnovers or some kind of questionable calls. Uh, guys are getting hurt, but all in all, I, I just think Gannon is just doing a terrible job right now running at uh, Philly D. And I don't know if um, you know we've been protecting him with a solid offense, getting ahead and, and causing uh, you know him to be able to sit back and get picks, or uh, or you know he's had a good game plan, but right now it's not working. What do you think? Well, Philadelphia Eagles now eight and one coming off the loss against the Washington Commanders, twenty one thirty two. We talked about them not stopping the run. Uh, Eagles have a great secondary, so typically they've been in the lead in the half, and they've been forcing teams to throw on them, you know, getting some interceptions and some big defensive plays. But we talked about it a couple weeks ago about this Tyler Heineke guy. He's a good leader of the team. He's a leader of men, and we've seen him in the last couple weeks now have some pretty good performances. Well, now, he's he's definitely a big upgrade from Carson, right? He, he's not getting sacked. He's uh, not getting, you know, he's... He's moving the ball around. He's making plays. But, you know, he's not the guy who's going to beat you. Yeah, they had a real good game plan going in. They, yep. they did what they wanted to do, keep the Eagles' offense off the field. And a couple of mistakes here, and there's the, the first loss. But only the first loss of the season. They're still 8-1. and one. They're in first place. A lot to look forward to. They got the Indi uh, Indianapolis Colts, who are 4-5-1, and one, playing at the Colts. Uh, Philly minus 6.5, over under 45. What do you think of the... Uh, the Colts coming up there, Kuna. Well, I think the Colts are really, it's going to be another mirror image game of the Houston game. It's going to be the same as the Commanders game because they're going to have a strong running game and they're going to have a, a middle-of-the-road quarterback uh, with some decent receivers. So uh, the way I look at it is, you know, the Eagles should win this game, but if they don't go ahead and change the way they're playing their defense, uh, they're going to put themselves in jeopardy. And uh, they got to fill the holes. They can't let Taylor run. Uh, like Pierce did and like Robinson did. And then they have to uh, put some pressure on Ryan because you put pressure on Ryan, you're going to force turnovers, and that's what we need to do. We can't sit there and lose a turnover battle. Yeah, a lot of new things going on the Colts with their new coach, Jeff Saturday. He was the center for the Colts when, back when Peyton Manning was there winning Super Bowls and winning games. So I like the hire. I know there was a lot of criticism about him being hired as coach, but uh, I think he's been a great TV personality the last uh, five, six years. He's obviously a center. He knows a lot about the game. He worked with the great Peyton Manning. So, I, And he's a Colts player. He knows what that locker room needs to have in order to win. So I thought it was a great hire, and we'll see what the team brings, especially a hard-nosed running game. Uh, could be tough for the Eagles, but I still think the Eagles should come out on top. Yeah, you know, they can't just blame this all on Davis because, you know, he got hurt. He's a big stopper uh, in the front. they got to figure out how to stop the run. If they do that and they put the pressure on the quarterback, they'll force some turnovers, and this game will become a lot easier for him. But uh, in the meantime, I think Jalen is going to play a solid game. Uh, I really think he should run a little bit more, some, you know, dedicated run plays. Uh, or at least get out of the pocket more and uh, and move the ball around that way, give his receivers a little more time to separate. 
You know, losing Dallas is going to be hard because uh, he was a nice safe uh, safety valve body over the middle. I think Devontae Smith now will see more action. I mean, I think this loss, you look at A.J. Brown, one reception, seven yards, no touchdowns. Those yeah, he are, was dinged those up. Those are game-changing stats, though, for your number one receiver. Then Miles Sanders, he's MIA in the first half. They barely gave him the ball. Ends up with 12 attempts, 54 yards. And Jalen Hurts, he's the number four overall fantasy production player right now. He needs to continue to do what he's doing. It's a tough game, but I think they move forward and uh, they'll be fresh playing inside at the Colts. Yeah, it'll be nice. I mean, A.J. Brown's going to be happy to be inside. Uh, I don't know what, what's going on with his ankle, uh, so that's an issue. But you know what? They're just going to have to execute. And the reason Sanders didn't see the ball in the first half is the Eagles didn't possess the ball in the first half, right? So they got to get uh, this uh, more time of possession or they're going to be lost from the get-go. And, uh, and that's where turnovers beat you. Now, Matt Ryan, he's a good quarterback, but, you know, he's no better than Heineke. And uh, Jonathan Taylor, he's going to be the big question mark. So they could stop Jonathan, put a little pressure on Matt. We're going to be okay. Yeah, you force the Colts to uh, throw the ball. They're usually in trouble. But if they can run all day and run 20, 30 times, that's what they're going to do and, and have a big day on the ground. But I still like the Eagles to, to step up here. Big win for them. Yeah, I, I, it should be a win. I'm looking 24-20. I think it'll be closer than, uh, than people think. All right, let's talk a little fantasy football. Fantasy football. All right, let's talk with the wide receivers. We'll start with DeAndre Hopkins out of Arizona, coming off a 10 reception, 14 target, 98-yard game, 19 points. Uh, playing San Fran, uh, 49ers, 15 projected. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, super productive since his return. He was on the six-game suspension. He's the you know game-changer for the Arizona offense. They've finally been scoring points. And uh, if you were in the fantasy world, he was a fantasy steal in the seventh, eighth round because he is a WR1 since he's been back. I think he's number two overall in fantasy production. Yeah, I tell you what, he has become uh, their offense, right? Uh, I mean, look, he's seeing 15 targets a game pretty much. Uh, he's catching 10 or so of them. Uh, now, he's not hanging a bunch of touchdowns, but he's moving the ball consistently. And uh, they also had Ertz, uh, who was move, helping move the ball, a steady guy over the middle. But now he's out probably for the season. And uh, that's going to hurt him because um, they just have a rookie backup. Uh, Hollywood Brown still out. So I think, you know, you're going to see some uh, some more out there. And they got Connor back. But it's going to be a tough game for Connor this time uh, against uh, this, this San Francisco. So... I love Hopkins. I think he's a true alpha receiver, and uh, he'll, he'll get his freaking 20 targets this week. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, moving on, talk about alpha receiver. Justin Jefferson out of Minnesota had a monster day, 10 receptions, 193 yards on 16 targets, one touchdown, 35 fantasy points. Uh, playing a Dallas Cowboys team coming up, 20 projected. He's the number seven overall fantasy player this year, and uh, let's talk about that catch against the Bills. It was pretty special. Yeah, it was one of the better ones I've seen this year. You know, not so much that he grabbed it with one hand and brought it down, but the way he managed to, you know, hold it, cradle it on the ground while he's fallen. Big moment in the game as well. It wasn't like it was in the first quarter. This is when the game was on the line. Yeah, was, I think that was a fourth down play, right, that, you know, kept the drive alive and uh, got it down to the end zone. On, and he should have had a touchdown there, too, at the very end, but he got called short. Yeah, I mean, we've been on Justin Jefferson in the last two years. We were a big fan of his before, you know, people knew his name all over the place. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, good to see him having success him and Kirk Cousins been a real dynamic duo this year throwing the ball and it does help having you know a nice running back Dalvin Cook back there to take a little pressure off the game yeah there's never been a question about Jefferson's skill set it's always been well can Cousin uh, can Cousin you know make it happen can they protect Cousin to make the throws and you know what when those two are clicking together it's a dangerous combination 
All right, next, let's talk about the man who made Justin Jefferson a Minnesota Viking. We got Stefan Diggs now in Buffalo. The big Vikings trade to Buffalo, got the draft pick who became Jefferson. Uh, you know, Diggs coming off a big game himself, 12 receptions, 128 yards on 16 targets, 24 points. Uh, he's the number five overall fantasy producer right now in the NFL. That's pretty huge, be top five. Playing the Cleveland Browns, 20, uh, 21 projected points. I think Diggs has another big day. Buffalo needs to bounce back. Big win. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Buffalo. I watched that game, and it was just confusing to me. Oh, they were playing the Jets. That's what happened. Well, uh, yeah. The and Jets the Vikings. And the Vikings. But, you know, the Jets, to me, was just a hard-fought game. Uh, I didn't understand all of it. Allen got hurt. You know, there was some mistakes being made there. But the Minnesota game, it just to me, was a, a coaching fiasco. I no, mean, you can't fumble the ball either on the one-yard line. I mean, Kirk Cousins did them a favor not getting in, and they gave the ball right back to him for the touchdown. So, ball never lies. I said that's what was going to happen. Yeah, but no, that, even before that, they should have kicked some field goals when they had opportunities, and uh, and they got to just take the ball out of Allen's hands every now. He wants to do everything like Superman, and you know Singletary what? Singletary still had two touchdowns on the ground. He had a lot of running room, oh. so it felt like they did give as many opportunities away that they typically do. Right, right. Well, you know, we'll see what happens, but um, I mean, Buffalo ought to bounce back this week. I think Diggs has a great game. Great. Let's talk about some running backs. We'll start with Mr. Aaron Jones in Green Bay. He had 24 rushes, 138 yards and a, a touchdown, 23 points. He's the number 26 overall fantasy player playing Tennessee Titans, 14 projected. Uh, Aaron Jones, he's kind of the guy that's keeping Green Bay moving right now. Yeah, I thought he was hurt right last week. He'd come out of the game. He's <laughs> always questionable on the fantasy line. Uh, always he comes out and he puts up 24 rushes, 138 in the TD. He was like Superman out there. Well, they had to. They uh, Green Bay had to have a plan, and uh, Aaron Jones is a big part of that plan for them to be successful. Well, he was their entire game plan because uh, uh, Lazard was banged up, and guess what happens? You know, Watson comes out of nowhere, puts up, hangs three, and wins the game. And I don't know what happened to the Dallas defense there. They completely imploded. No pressure on uh, on on Rodgers and Eagle just, fans were excited about the implosion. We were watching the game. Everybody was hoping for a big Green yeah, Bay Aaron no, Rodgers win, but it should never have happened. Parsons looked terrible, and their uh, secondary just got destroyed by Watson, which makes no sense at all. So, I don't know. There's something not right about that uh, that win, but we'll see what happens. Yep, big game this week. Next, we got Mr. Saquon Barkley, New York Giants. Thirty-five rush attempts, 152 yards, a touchdown, 23 points. I think he's one of the not one of the two uh, top rushing guys in the league right now. Playing Detroit, 21 projected. He's 16th in fantasy points. I think Barkley has another big week this week. Yeah, you know, he's almost looking. He's MVP candidate right now because he is the New York Giants. Yeah, right, name a team. receiver on the Giants, please. Yeah, I mean, probably that don't make as many catches as Barkley. I mean, they got Slayton, you know. They got uh, Wandale Robinson, right? And uh, But they're not doing anything. No. And, uh, and here's Barkley, 35 rushes. Basically, was anybody else on the field that day? Uh, I don't know. But wonderful game. Uh, you can you'll find room against Detroit. I think he's gonna have another great game, and and he's keeping that giant team afloat. Yeah, hundred percent. Right now, he is the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones playing well right now. I mean, he just needs to keep the mistakes to a minimum, and typically that works out. Rush yeah, the right. ball thirty uh, thirty five times and get a win. Uh, and here we go, Austin Eckler out of the Los Angeles Chargers. Six rushes, 24 yards, but he also had 12 targets, seven receptions, uh, 39 yards, and 13 points. He's the number six overall player playing Kansas City Chiefs, 19 projected. I think Eckler is a big day. I think the Chargers need to play well this week. I think it's almost a must-win game for them. Not easy against Kansas City, but they need to turn it on. Well, at least in Kansas City, they're going to get some opportunity, right, to make some plays. Uh, 
you know, Eckler was out there kind of by himself. Sure, they had Palmer, but he was having a hard time communicating with uh, Mike Williams. With, with has Herbert. been injured. Keenan Allen has been MIA a lot of guys all hurt. You know, their defense again, like every single year, hurt. Uh, uh, Everett went out hurt, groin. So uh, you know, Eckler was the guy, and uh, that game just fell apart in the second half, unfortunately. But yeah, the Chargers they just uh, by hook or by crook can't put a game together. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, you can always hang your hat on Eckler. He'll get you 15 to 20 points every I week. drafted him uh, third overall this year. He was my first. Every year for the last three, four years, he destroys me. Every week I play him, he's put up 35 <laughs> points, 37 points. I said, I want to be a part of that this year. Kind of like with Mahomes two years ago. I was tired of seeing him put up 35 points a game. I had to have that on my lineup. Yeah, he got good to have him. All right, let's talk about the New York Jets. Oh, baby, the New York Jets, 6-3. and three. We're coming off a bye. We have New England Patriots. We're going to be at New England. Right now, New England minus three, under over 38.5. This is a big game. This is a statement game. We said this about them the first time we played the Patriots. We lost. It hurt. But now we have a chance again to make it right. You know what? Uh, great season so far for the Jets. <clears throat> Nobody would have uh, pegged them 6-3 and three at this stage. They probably pegged them for lucky to get six wins in the season. Um, so they're really putting a good season together. And I think the real thing has been a surprise defense. That's really uh, held them together. Sure. They had a couple of great weeks with Brees Hall. Unfortunately, he was gone. Um, but you know what? They're playing with swagger. Uh, they're playing hard for the coach. And uh, I think this is going to be another hard fought game against new England. What do you think? Yeah, I think the linebackers, CJ Mosley, finally having that season we've all been waiting for. Uh, we can't talk about the sauce enough. I mean, I think this is a Revis 2.0. He's out there making plays. Uh, he's definitely the rookie of the year in the NFL in my eyes. Uh, Michael Carter now trying to fill in for the rookie, Brees Hall, doing a good job. Has 85 attempts, 330 yards, and three TDs so far on the year. But Zach Wilson needs to be a little bit better. I need to see him throw touchdowns to a couple other receivers. He's uh, got to be a lot better. Garrett Wilson is getting a lot of touches right now, but I think Eli Moore has to have Barrios, Davis. We need to see them a little bit more active in the game. I get the game plan. We want to run the ball. We want to play strong defense. We don't want to turn the ball over, but let's uh, let Zach Wilson win a couple games, give him 40 attempts in the air. Yeah, I haven't seen him really uh, win a game yet, and that's always been my knock against him. That's why if you think back, I like Flacco out there, but uh, you know, Wilson is going to have to bring him along, and uh, you know, every week hopefully is a better week, and if he doesn't have any turnovers, that's a good week for Wilson. So uh, I, I agree 100%. We got to get Elijah Moore and uh, Corey Davis and the boys involved uh, on, on the back end. Yeah, I mean, the New England Patriots right now are 5-4. and four. Mac Jones uh, having a pretty good year, but only four touchdowns, seven interceptions. That's nothing nothing special. Uh, this Romdor, uh, excuse me, how do you say his name? Ramondra Stevens. Oh, Stevenson. I mean, this guy's a great pass catching back. He's got yeah. 618 yards He's on a the revelation year. that they got him out there instead I, of Harris. I mean, he's the reason why we lost last week or last time to the Patriots because he just kept moving the ball, moving the ball, and they beat us on field goals. Yeah, he was a first down machine. Yeah, Jacoby Myers also three touchdowns this year. He's leading the way over there. But this is a game the Jets must win. The defense needs to be strong. We have to go to New England and get the W. Well, you know what uh, Belichick's going to do? <clears throat> They're going to stop the run. They're going to force them to throw and look for a couple of, uh, you know, turnovers. So I like New England in this at home, cold weather, like 23-20. I just don't know how many uh, kicks folks going to make this week. Yeah, I think uh, this is a jet win. I think Michael Carter out of the screen game will have a big day because, uh, you know, the, the Judon and all these Patriots sack monsters are really making waves up there. So we need to get the ball out of Wilson's hand quick. Michael Carter's really good pass catching back. I think he can have a big day if we make the right plays. 
be uh, fun to watch. All right, let's go to our uh, final thoughts, picks of the week. Lock of the week. All right, first game, we got the Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. Right now, Atlanta minus three. Kahuna, what do you think of this game? I I like the Bears to win this outright. I mean, uh, in the last two weeks, I think uh, Fields is putting on more rushing yards than any uh, running back, pretty much. Uh, putting up three touchdowns and then throwing a the ball all of a sudden, right? Look at Cole Komet. Um, you know, Atlanta, they play gritty. That's pretty solid D, but their back end is a little shaky. So if they're going to commit to shutting down Fields and Montgomery, by the way, then what's going to happen to their back end? You got Speedy Mooney out there and you got big target Komet. So, um, you know, I just don't know that the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons are going to have the answers. Now, the big question is, uh, will the Bears be able to stop Atlanta? Well, you know, Mariota is nothing special. And the running game for Atlanta is okay. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know where this line sits. Maybe I'm, I'm the one looking at it all wrong. I like the Bears like 31 to 20. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Yeah, I think Atlanta's a better home team. I think they can pick it up. They had a rough week last week, but I like the way Fields is playing. I think the Chicago Bears in a dome situation may have a good day with Fields running the ball. Obviously, he's been putting huge numbers up, but again, it's a week-to-week league. It is. Um, you know, I can see Atlanta finally having a good day at home, trying to keep uh, keep momentum with the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks in the right. division. Right. So it's important from that aspect. That's a huge game. So, uh, but the Chicago Bears have been playing well. I think you take a couple points here because it could be close either way, decided by a field goal. Uh, next, we got the Las Vegas Raiders two and seven at the Denver Broncos three and six. This lines at Denver minus two and a half. Uh, I'm gonna say it. I've been wrong with the Raiders most of the year. I'm gonna take the Raiders here. I think the Raiders need to turn it around. I think their offense has to have a better performance. Their defense needs to show up. And uh, Jerry Judy down uh, wide receiver for Denver. I think. You know, Vegas has a chance to, to make way of that with uh, Denver not scoring a lot of points anyway. Yeah, you know, I thought for sure Russell Wilson's going to come back from the bye. He's going to be healthier. He'll have had some time to get his arm, you know, uh, throwing better, uh, more accuracy. But he came back. He was another complete disaster. Oh, we were. I was on Tennessee. I told you I like Tennessee. I just don't believe in the Broncos, even though they've won a couple surprise games, covered a couple lines. I just think now Vegas, they've been so bad, they can't continue this way. Yeah, and then I picked up uh, from a couple of fantasy teams that Dulich guy because I thought he was going to be you know, the answer for Russell, the safety valve. One catch. So I don't know what, what Russell's doing. You know, uh, I don't know about their running game. It's just this big mishmash committee. Um, their defense uh, playing great, right? Yeah, Broncos are always a better home team as well. You can't say that yeah. they're not a better you know, defensive team at home. But. Solid defense, but, you know, look who they're playing. They're playing the Lost Raiders. Yeah, Derek Carr crying now, you know, in his post-game speeches. Devontae Adams, you know, him and Aaron Rodgers wish they were together because they'd be still scoring points, but Devontae Adams has to have another big game for the Raiders to win. He should. And you know what? J- Jacob should be able to move the ball on the ground because their Denver run D is not as good as their secondary. Um, and you know what? I just think overall the Raiders are a better team. They just haven't stepped up yet. And I, I just think they're going to show up this week. I-, I think the Raiders win this in, a- in an upset 20-16. to 16. Yeah. I just feel it. And the Raiders, I mean, maybe you take the first half line because the Raiders have been up on a lot of these games yep. that they've lost yep. by double digits. So yep. uh, they really need to figure out what's going on in the coaching department, who's sending a message at halftime. And if you do get a league, really step on it and either go up big or play some good defense. Exactly, yeah. I think they got to run the ball as much as possible and use the Adams to move the chains if necessary. And, and that could be the secret. 
ahead. Next, we got the Kansas City Chiefs, 7-2, at the Los Angeles Chargers, who are 5-4. and four. This opened at Kansas City, minus 7, bet down to Kansas City, minus 6.5. Uh, tough game here to call. The Chargers have really let me down here uh, on a couple picks throughout the year where I thought they had you no know, better opportunity, good value, but... They're suffering a lot of injuries. Eckler can only do so much. Herbert hasn't been as sharp as people thought he would this year. Uh, Kansas City, who's been really well. You know, Mahomes is having another Mahomes season. Kelsey and him connect every week, it seems. But I like the Chargers here. I really like seven points, six and a half. I'm not sure. But Kansas City wins by, by a little bit. But I think the Chargers have to have a good performance at home this week. Yeah, I like the you know, I like Kansas City to win by maybe six points or so. Uh, I mean, maybe 30 to 24. Uh, you know, you're right. Mahomes, like Tyreek Hill, who? Mahomes is making it happen with whoever he has. Now he's got Tony making it happen. I don't know if Juju's playing, but you know, he's come to life the last few weeks. Um, they're running back situation. No running game in Kansas City. That's what I'm saying. The right running now. game Larry disappeared. Zero to two points a game right now. Yeah, I mean, they got Pacheco, but, you know, even him, he's, what, putting up four or five points, <laughs> and he's their lead running back. So, I, you know, I'm not really sure what's going on there. I, I got to like them to use their running game more this week in particular against the Chargers. Um, but I, I just, the Chargers are a mess. Even if, uh, if Williams comes back, Keenan Allen comes back, I don't know what's going to happen Whatever it. I just like the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay with the Chargers. I think this can be a, a, a quiet upset. I mean, it could be Chargers outright. I'm not going to say it, but I'll take the points with the Chargers and hope Eckler has a big day. And if Keenan Allen or Mike Williams comes back, they, they come back feeling a little bit healthier and make a play down the stretch. Yeah, we're fighting it out this week, aren't we? A couple on a couple. So, All right. Uh, all right. Well, we want to thank our sponsors, Steel Pixel Studios. We want to thank our producer, Ben Orr. Go Jets. We're 6-3. and three. Go Eagles. 8-1. and one. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to Kahuna and the Wasp. <laughs>